What's up, guys? My name is Leif Arneson, and you're listening to episode 20 of the Vegan Gym Podcast. My brother and I are vegan fitness coaches and bodybuilders who started this podcast as part of our mission to show the world that vegans are strong, healthy, compassionate badasses who are leading the charge against chronic disease, animal abuse, and climate change. We've had the opportunity to help thousands of vegans reach their fitness goals, but we're just getting started. Our goal is to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. So if you believe in challenging the status quo and showing the world how badass veganism really is, then this podcast is for you. With that, I'd like to introduce my brother, my co-host for this podcast, Anders. What's up, man? What is going on, guys? As usual, we're doing freaking fantastic. Destroyed a workout this morning. What was it? De- deadlifts. Oh, it was good. Yeah, we killed and deadlifts. It- was fucking terrible. You killed it, it so lit. much you forgot what you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was bad, but it was good all at one time. So <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. So hopefully good you guys have been crushing it this weekend. And dude, what do we got going on before we dive into this podcast? Yeah, so before we jump into the episode, we do have some winners to announce from the giveaway in our last episode. So, Anders, which awesome listeners are going to receive a free copy of Natalie's upcoming high-protein, macro-friendly recipe book? Should I, should I be quiet and have dramatic of pause? You, we could have a drum roll, but we don't have a drum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beatbox. Yeah. yeah, that would be embarrassing. Yeah, All right. We're, we're not right. going to do that. Just jump right into it. All right, guys. So these are the five winners for the recipe book. Number one, Lindsay. Her Instagram profile is at Lindsay underscore register. Congratulations. I feel like an announcer. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Monica. Hers is at dynamic underscore fanatic dot X. Uh, Three is Adam at veggie shrink. Number four is Lori at Lori. Which, what is that? Lori Vans fit. Lori Vans fit. Yeah. Awesome. I think. And then, yeah, it's close enough. (laughs) Uh, five is Sophia, and hers is at vegan. Uh, sorry, at fit.vegan.beaut. So, Be- one beauty awesome, <laughs> awesome Instagram names. Yeah, if we pronounce two. those wrong, sorry. <laughs> but you guys are the lucky winners. Uh, so I hope that you guys are patient because Natalie's recipe book doesn't come out for a few months. Yeah, we're pretty but, stoked, stoked ourselves, so we're going to have to be patient too. Right. <laughs> But congratulations anyways, you're going to receive your printed copy the week that her book launches, uh, whenever that is. The date is to be announced, but you're going to get a copy the week that it launches. Yeah, don't worry, we're not going to forget about you. Yeah, we're not going to forget about you, so congrats, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review. Um, and, uh, we really appreciate that. It's, um, it helps us a lot to spread our message and also we're trying to help Natalie in the process. So you guys rock. Um, so, uh, and thank you to everyone else who entered. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. We're going to have tons more giveaways in the future. So you can win a bunch of other awesome vegan stuff in the coming months. Um, but, uh, that's all for the giveaway. Um, and, uh, what are we talking about today, man? Today is the fourth and final podcast to our training questions answered our series. Feels like it's been a long time coming. Sadly, it's coming to an end guys. Um, but we're most likely going to do another one down the road at some point. 
But well, we'll uh, certainly talk about training, but we're not going to do another series like this, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a little long, but anyways, we're, we've been covering some awesome stuff, and uh, in this episode, we're going to be focusing on cardio mostly because we had a lot of questions about cardio and how you integrate that into your training plan. So, um, if you're interested in cardio, I think you're going to really love this episode. Um, so specifically, what questions are we going to be uh, covering? Yeah, so the five questions we're going to be covering is, number one, should you include cardio in your training routine? Number two, does cardio affect your muscle gains? Number three, what's the best form of cardio for fat loss? Number four, is it better to work out in a fasted or non-fasted state? Or And five, should you change your macros along with your workouts? All fantastic questions, and dude, I say let's just freaking get into it. Let's do it. So the first question uh, is a question from Maddie, and to repeat it, uh, should you include cardio in your training routine? Yeah. It's a great question. We get this a lot. Um, And most people think about cardio in terms of fat loss uh, because they think that you need to do tons of cardio to lose fat. But really, fat loss comes down to energy balance, okay? We've talked about this a lot on the podcast. It really boils down to calories in versus calories out. And when you want to shred fat, you need to be consuming less calories than you expend every day through your metabolism and activity, uh, activities such as walking around, um, going on hikes, uh, working on the gym, uh, anything that gets you moving. Um, and your calories in needs to, needs to be less than your calories out, and that's called a caloric deficit. That is how you shred fat, okay? So, no, you don't need to do cardio. It, um, it really comes down to maintaining a caloric deficit. So um, you can either, for the, the uh, energy balance, the calories in versus calories out, you can either decrease the calories inside of the equation by eating less, or you can increase the calories outside of the equation by moving more or working out more, uh, more activity. And, um, and those are the two ways you can do it. So, so no, you don't need cardio for fat loss. You could simply just eat less food or you could bring more intensity to a weight training routine um, and really get kind of dialed in on uh, the heavy compound weightlifting. Um, but yeah, I definitely would choose to decrease intake than do cardio. <laughs> yeah, I, I could go kind but of either everyone's way. everyone's like teetering on that edge of which one that they would right. do. Right, it, it depends on some factors um, and uh, – we, I guess there, there we've does, discussed them there a little does, bit before. Yeah, we've discussed it before. And there does come a point if you're trying to compete uh, that you obviously do want to include cardio. So there's always different extremes of what your fitness goals are. So it's – but for the just like the regular person that is training, it's not a necessity uh, to shred some fat. Yeah, exactly. Um, but in, in my opinion, cardio actually has a far more important benefit than fat loss. So let's not totally discount it because um, it's, it's not crucial for fat loss. Um, cardio, which is, uh, as you most likely know, which is short for uh, cardiovascular training, um, cardio improves your, your cardiovascular system, okay? You're working to strengthen your heart. And uh, let's not take that lightly. Like, I, I wonder like how that many, matters too. I wonder how many people actually don't know that. 
<laughs> I I doubt many people don't know. Well, that, it's just but... like questions about our government. Like no one, like people don't know the answers to the questions. Yeah, but we, we <laughs> have smart people listening to this podcast. Oh, this is I'm true. Sure. You guys are brilliant. <laughs> uh, so, um, so while we do recommend cardio for its many health benefits pertaining to your cardiovascular health, if you're willing to just restrict your diet and be really strict on your macros and follow a caloric deficit, then you can get lean by that alone, by dieting alone and not even bothering with cardio. Um, uh, but that being said, we do utilize cardio when we're shredding because we find uh, that it's easier to increase our caloric deficit with cardio than by simply eating less. And it does kind of matter where you are in the fat shredding process. If you have a lot of fat to shred, then uh, it might not be as necessary to start incorporating cardio. You can just focus more on the diet. But once you start getting to lower and lower body fat percentages, it becomes important to actually increase uh, the enter, the uh, calories outside of the equation. Yeah, it's, it becomes more of like a necessity if you're trying to get even lower. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And I honestly, I feel pretty deprived when I don't eat enough food in a certain day. Like if I don't eat enough, um, I like to keep my calories higher. I I know that you don't suffer from this, but I get super hangry when I'm cutting. Guys, so, you do not want to be in the same <laughs> house, let alone the same state as Lee yeah. when he's <laughs> hangry. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. And it's like and a I vegan really, Hulk. I, I really struggle with it. So um, it's best for me to just keep a higher calorie intake and then just try to increase my um the calories that i burn in a given day um i and i still try to keep my cardio at kind of a minimum because honestly i don't like it like i don't like eating less but i also don't like cardio so sounds like you just don't like dieting in general yeah i guess that's pretty much true um and so, I mean, if you love cardio, um, be sure that you are only using it as a supplement to a training uh, plan that's really focused on weightlifting. Uh, if you just restrict your calories and you do tons of cardio without weightlifting, it's it's, in our opinion, a huge mistake. It's going to result in at least mild muscle loss and you'll probably end up looking skinny fat. Um, even if you do achieve your weight loss goals, okay? Lots of people um, actually don't really have the lean muscle mass to have kind of their, their goal physique. So they think that if they just shred off a ton of body fat, they're going to look good. And that's not always the case. Uh, if you get down to a really low body fat percentage, um, even if you it, even if you were kind of like accomplishing your weight loss goals, you still might not get the physique that you want. Um, and of course, that's progress. But uh, we that's that's one of the main reasons that we want to focus on um, heavy compound weightlifting, even though uh, most people associate weight loss with doing tons of cardio. So that's super important. You have to focus on heavy compound weightlifting. Uh, so not only does heavy compound weightlifting actually uh, allow you to burn a ton of calories, uh, pretty much on the same level that just doing tons of cardio would, uh, you also at the same time can build up lean muscle mass. And the more lean muscle mass that you have on your body, uh, the higher your metabolism your metabolism is going to be so the easier it's going to be to actually stay in shape and to not gain the weight back so um don't just focus on cardio that's not that's not the way to do it we see people all this time who will go into the gym and kind of just like do their time by like uh slaving away on a piece of cardio equipment and it's like the same people doing it it every single day it kills me to see that it's like 
I, I know how much it sucks and dieting does not have to suck. You can enjoy it and also get strong while you go, you know, and, and feel powerful. You don't have to just slave away on those uh, the elliptical. <laughs> yeah, it's like so many people just go in and like punch their punch the card as as you would in like uh, some jobs. You go in like punch your time card and then and then you leave and then and then you have to do it again the next day to it's kind like, of maintain where you yeah, are. It's, it's like that zombie effect. Yeah, it's it's very much like just going through the motions. You go in there and you just kind of like get it done, and then you're like, oh, well, I have to come back tomorrow to put put my time in, but. You could instead kind of instead of treading treading water, you could instead actually invest in um, kind of your your future results by doing focusing on heavy compound weightlifting and actually starting to build up a physique and not just kind of like try to uh, maintain what you have or to just cut down some of your weight and still uh, really not achieve your your uh, kind of physique goals. Exactly. And, and it just gets fun too. It's like all those, the compound lists are fun to improve on, you know, and it's so much better than just slaving away on those cardio machines. <laughs> yeah. I, I firmly believe that I used to really love, uh, running specifically trail running, but that's kind of like more, that's more of like, um, a, yeah, a what's, your, what's your view on that now? <laughs> Well, actually, I still really enjoy going out for short runs, uh, but only if I, I'm in, like, a nice environment. Like, yeah. if I go into the forest and I'm running on a trail, like, that that um, that uh, reinvigorates me. That yeah. that gives me more energy than, um, than just being – doing, like, running on the treadmill in the gym. Like, they're totally different. So um, I wouldn't lump those kind of in the same group, but – um, so yeah, if you enjoy doing something outside, then by all means, like include that in your training plan, go on a trail runner, go on a bike ride outside, do something like that. But if it is a chore to you and you hate it, then maybe you should reevaluate the, uh, exactly. your, your plan. Um, now with all of this being said, Anders kind of touched on this earlier, but if you're planning on getting below, uh, something like 10% body fat as a male or below 15% body fat as a female, then we can pretty much guarantee that you're going to need to include at least some cardio in your routine to get there. Um, it is at some point you do need to increase, um, the calories burned because you really can't decrease your calories uh, that you're consuming anymore. So you have to increase the other side of that energy balance equation. And, uh, if you're already doing lots of weight training, then you really kind of need to start adding cardio. So, uh, in conclusion, cardio isn't necessary for fat loss, but it is beneficial to your cardiovascular health. And, um, it can put you into more of a calorie deficit, uh, which means that it, it might be easier to achieve your fat shredding goals if, um, if you're already doing the weight training. So exactly. I think that's about it for that question. Yeah, I think that sums it up perfectly. Cool. <laughs> All right. Let's see the next one. Number two, Jim asks, does cardio affect your muscle gains? This is an awesome question. We hear this question all the time, um, and it's very relevant, so it's it's a good question. And yeah, we answer, even question, uh, questioned it ourselves when we first started lifting. Yeah, exactly. Too. And uh, the answer is yes. Doing cardio will affect your muscle gains. So let's say, as an extreme example, you go to the gym and you bust out a really tough cardio session, and then you try to do squats. You roll right into your squat day. 
uh, it's not going to go well. I mean, this is pretty obvious stuff. It's going to feel like shit, first of all. And number two, you're not going to be able to bring that same amount of uh, intensity and, and energy if you, uh, if you would to go straight into squats. So if you do that cardio beforehand, that's just going to crush uh, all your muscle gains. That's why we always recommend that you jump right into your heavy compound lift first in any kind of training program because that's what you want to bring the most focus and energy to. Exactly. Um, and you're going to continue, you're going to uh, become fatigued over the course of a workout. So it's really important to uh, focus on the things that really matter first. Um, and speaking directly about cardio, uh, due to various cellular adaptions that occur when you do cardio, uh, cardio can actually directly interfere with strength and muscle building. It's been proven time and time again in scientific research. Um, in other words, the more cardio that you do in general, the more difficult it is to gain muscle and strength. And uh, even the longer your cardio sessions are, the more pronounced this interference effect actually becomes. So in a 2016 study conducted at the Academy for Sports Excellence in the UK, researchers divided 30 resistance-trained men into four groups, and they completed a six-week training program in which they trained three days per week. Now, group one was only strength training three times per week. Group two did strength training three times per week as well, but they also did cardio once per week. They did treadmill running. Um, and group three did strength training three times per week as well, and they also did cardio just like group two, but they did it three times per week instead of once per week. And then they had a fourth group that was a control, meaning they didn't train at all. So at the end of this study, group one and group two had the highest lower body strength increases, but group one, which was a strength only training group, had a significantly higher lower body power increase than all of the other groups. So what does this finding tell us? Uh, if muscle growth and strength are your primary goals, then you should keep cardio to a minimum. We pretty much, we never do cardio when we're balking. Yeah, and, I was um, relieved when we stumbled across right? this information. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> as we said in the last question, it is important to do cardio for your cardiovascular health. But in terms of um, uh, if, if you want to get into the best physique possible, you don't need to do cardio, especially when you're uh, trying trying to build muscle when you're kind of in a bulking phase and you're in a caloric surplus. Okay. Yeah, precisely. So I think that's about it. The answer is yes. Uh, doing cardio does affect your muscle gain. So keep cardio to a minimum. Um, but hashtag forever bulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do want to throw cutting in there every once in a yeah. while. Um, but even then, if you're cutting, you don't need cardio. Yeah, exactly. So question three, guys, Charlie asks, What's the best form of cardio for fat loss? Yeah. So if you do decide to add cardio into your training routine, uh, let's say you want to shred fat and you want to kind of uh, make that a little uh, that process a little quicker, uh, there are a few options. Uh, there are two options in particular that uh, kind of all cardio can be lumped into. Uh, you can either do high intensity interval training, which is abbreviated HIIT or HIT. Um, and this is stuff like sprinting or, or box jumps, plow metric stuff. 
uh, yeah, battle rope, stuff like that. Or you can do steady state cardio, which is uh, doing like uh, longer cardio at kind of um, less intensity, uh, doing something like on the stair climber or treadmill or elliptical or something uh, with low to moderate intensity. So a 2017 meta-analysis from the University of Sydney, Australia, actually showed similar reductions in body fat from both HIT and steady-state moderate-intensity cardio uh, when both protocols were matched for energy expenditure. So you can burn calories more quickly doing a higher intensity uh, than you could doing like a lower intensity like steady-state cardio. But um, when both are matched for energy expenditure, like uh, the number of calories that you burn in a given um in a given time period for both of them, uh, when those are matched, it doesn't really matter whether you're doing hit or steady state. Okay. So, um, yeah, you might burn the same number of calories doing hit in 15 minutes versus doing steady state in 30 minutes. Um, so it might take you 15 minutes longer, but, um, it's not going to, as long as you match them for calorie expenditure, uh, one is not better than the other when it comes to fat loss. Exactly. So, um, it really kind of studies like this really indicate that personal preference uh, should really be the determining factor uh, when you're choosing a type of cardio uh, to perform from a, a fat loss standpoint. So let's say you really love doing plyometrics and stuff, then then go do plyometrics and do some hit, uh, bring the intensity, keep it up. Um, or maybe you're like, that's too much for me. I'd rather just like get on the treadmill, put the incline up a little bit and just, um, walk at a, a pretty brisk pace for, uh, twice as long as I would if I were doing hit or something. Uh, so it, as long as you're keeping the calories the same, uh, the calorie expenditure, the same, uh, one is not better than the other. Okay. It comes down to personal preference. Um, and what's, what's your favorite type of cardio? Well, I think it's your favorite type too. So um, it it differs for me. Uh, improvement season versus uh, my cutting uh, period. Uh, so for when I'm cutting, I am definitely a steady state guy because I do start all my workouts uh, with that compound exercise. So I don't have that much energy. And being on that caloric deficit makes me want to not literally do anything <laughs> yeah so i much rather do it at a, a slower pace and just grind through something like on the stairmaster i i refuse to go on the treadmill i try to avoid the treadmill with everything <laughs> but uh i why is that it's just really boring to me okay I don't know. <laughs> uh, the stairmaster is at least something interesting because it says like oh if you've reached the top of the eiffel tower now you're like oh now i'm going to make it to the moon that type of thing <laughs> Wow, you're going to be on there a while. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But um, in the improvement season, I much rather do something short and sweet. Uh, Usually every Saturday I do like a hit class for about an hour, and that's pretty much the only cardio I do when I'm bulking. Yeah, that's actually what we did yesterday, and it was... um, Kicked our asses. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty intense. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's a great class, but it's, it's a whole different type of working out right it's not something we're used to and that's why i kind of like doing it just because it challenges you exactly and that's another thing to consider like if you want to train for a marathon um just doing weight training alone (laughs) even though that's what we kind of recommend for getting into the best physique uh of your life 
just focusing on weight training is not going to get you to the kind of uh, cardiovascular endurance shape that you need to really crush a, a marathon. So and that is exactly why we say it always depends on your fitness goals. Yeah. Don't just take this and say, oh, this is what I need to do for everything. Yeah, we're no. just generally telling you how to get into the best shape of your life, okay? So this isn't – we're not talking about like getting marathon ready. So if that is your situation, obviously – I'm sure you know that uh, not all of this stuff applies to you. Obviously, you need to be doing some cardio, uh, a lot of cardio, <laughs> yeah, to, uh, say, um... to be preparing for, uh, for that uh, marathon. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Next question. Question four. Ashley asks, is it better to work out in a fasted state or non-fasted state? That's a great question. We get this a lot, and I really don't want to get into a huge debate about whether fasted cardio uh, really does or does not have a place in someone's uh, training program, specifically someone's fat shredding program, but I personally don't do it myself. I don't really work out uh, fasted, um, and I don't really recommend that for most people. Um, if you decide that you're kind of better off, uh, working out fasted, uh, which means like you're literally consuming nothing before your workout. Um, I generally speaking, I will always have, uh, like a banana and maybe a, a protein shake, or, um, at the very least I'll have like a scoop of pre-workout and something lighter and something. Yeah. Generally something very light, but I rarely work out in a truly fasted state. Um, and of course, when you're in a calorie deficit, you don't have that much macros to work with. So, um, you might have a pretty small, uh, pre-workout meal, but a pre-workout meal is generally, um, kind of pretty important. It, it can really help. Uh, so that's, uh, why I try to have it in my plans and that's why we try to put it in most of our clients' plans. Again, it kind of depends on your situation. It depends when you're working out. It depends exactly what kind of nutrition we're talking about before a workout. But, um, but generally speaking, uh, I don't really, I don't do fasted training, but if that's you, like go for it. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I, I tend to, I've been playing around with, it's not considered a quote unquote fasted state, but I've, I've been just uh, consuming pre-workout before I go lift for the, like the past month. And, uh, I, it kind of like, I wanted to try it because ever since our podcast with Frazier, he was like, I work out in a fasted state. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I wanted to see what that's like, but, uh, Technically, I'm not in a fastest state. It's just pre-workout. But other than that, I don't consume anything else before the workouts. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer to have a little bit more uh, in my stomach before I train. I don't want to eat a huge meal, so I'm going to keep it pretty small. Uh, something on the order of uh, 300 calories, maybe. Um, and that really kind of helps me to... Uh, first of all, get some carbs and protein into my system, um, but it also kind of helps to give me that energy. Yeah. Um, now, I don't see a reason why I would ever implement fasted cardio unless uh, future published research actually changes my mind. Um, but as it stands now, current research actually shows that fasted cardio uh, does not really have any significant improvements uh, specifically on fat loss or improvements on body composition versus fed cardio, okay? It all comes 
down to the macros that you're consuming in a given day. Um, the your pre workout nutrition uh, might matter for building muscle, but it doesn't really matter when we're talking about fat loss. Okay, you're not going to burn more calories when you're in a fasted state uh, for training. Um, now, if you prefer to do cardio or train very first thing in the morning, um, then for your schedule reasons or because you just prefer it, um, it's absolutely fine to do fasted training. Uh, but just be aware that it's not some magic formula. It's not some magic form of training that's really going to help you to lose more fat than non-fasted cardio. Uh, but if you do prefer fasted cardio, I would recommend um, at least consuming uh, something like uh, uh, some BCAAs, a BCAA supplement, which uh, stands for branched chain amino acids. Um, and uh, doing something like that or consuming a a protein shake um, either before or during your training session to help maximize muscle retention, especially uh, when you're in a calorie deficit. So I just had the imagination of someone doing a sprint and trying to drink a protein yeah. shake. <laughs> yeah, you don't quite have to go to that level, but um, it is it, it can be helpful, especially when you're at lower body fat percentages, to really keep a, um, a steady supply of amino acids uh, for your body to draw upon. So that's why it can be helpful to uh, consume something like a BCAA supplement or a protein shake. So... Uh, let's go to the next question. All right. Question five. Kari asks, should you change your macros along with your workouts? Yeah. So many people think that your macros should be different on training days versus rest days. We hear this a lot. Um, and we totally understand the logic. I mean, you're burning more calories when you're train on a training day than a non-training day on a rest day. Um, so we understand the logic, but we don't agree. Uh, we think that it kind of it really complicates something. It it overcomplicates your diet, in my opinion, uh, for really no benefit. Um, we suggest eating the same amount of calories, the same macros each day, both on training days and non-training days. It just keeps things really super simple uh we like simple i mean that makes that makes it easier plus i want to look forward to my off days and not, not yeah you're like <laughs> be depressed about them right <laughs> yeah it's it's an off day and i i have to eat less calories yeah, seriously so. and uh and plus your body is recovering like if if you're working to build muscle your body is recovering um and is working to build muscle on your off days okay so um, just because it's an off day doesn't mean that your body doesn't need like uh, tons of protein and and uh, and calories and stuff. So there's there's no reason in my mind that you would want to drop your macros on a rest day. Um, so I understand it's, it's, the logic, but I don't agree. It's what we say all the time. It's like muscle is not made in the gym; it's made during the recovery. Exactly. Yes. You go into the gym and you break down your muscles. Okay. So you're breaking down your muscles and then you rebuild it when you rest. So, so why? Yeah. There, then it makes no sense to consume less calories because you need those calories to build those muscles back up. Precisely. Yeah. So yeah, you're not building muscle when you're lifting weights. You're actually damaging your muscles during that time and you repair the damage when you are resting. So on your rest days, 
It's uh, you you should um, eat the calories, the protein that your body needs, uh, so you can actually work to build muscle and um, and not and recover efficiently and recover efficiently. Like it's that's the whole point of a rest day. Um, just because it's a rest day doesn't mean your body doesn't need uh, the proper nutrition. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> so like a big fuck you to your body. <laughs> right. It's really important. So um, so I I personally do not recommend that. Um, um, whenever I'm following a meal plan, um, especially when I'm shredding, I'm eating the same number of calories, the same macros each and every day. Uh, that's how honors do it, does it. That's how we, uh, do it for our clients. Um, and it works, and it works and it's super effective and, um, it's much better than, uh, in my opinion, than varying your, uh, macros for training days and non-training days. So all in summary, should you change your macros along with your workout slave? Nope. Never. Yes. In my opinion. In yeah. in our opinion. If our you want to do something no. different, go for it. But uh that's what that's what we believe. And there's really no uh research to um suggest uh that you should um tr- you should change your macros around at all. There's really no benefit. So um, I understand the logic, and uh, if you really want to get meticulous about it, you can start changing stuff up, but it's really not going to be helpful. I don't see any benefit. Yeah, we've proven that it works without doing that, so. Yeah, well, That's lots exactly of people right. have proven it, but uh, we've, we've proven it in our own lives, too, and, and for our clients and stuff, so that's what we recommend. So. Uh, those are all the questions for this last, uh, part four. Hope you guys our, loved it of our training series. We enjoy doing these training, uh, questions. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we have. So thank you all for submitting those questions. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to what's coming into our podcast in the near future. Yeah. we got a lot of stuff on the horizon. So, um, we hope that you guys continue to listen and continue to enjoy it. So that's going to be a wrap for this podcast. If you love this episode, please go ahead and review it on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Um, It's just going to take two minutes of your time, and it really, really helps us in our mission to spread veganism and fitness. Um, And please, guys, be sure to refer a friend to the podcast. Um, And when I say guys, by the way, I mean I mean men and women. I I don't don't know if that's that's a northeastern thing or what. Or maybe that's just... Uh, our thing i don't know <laughs> yeah we but, say guys for everyone like, yeah we we mean as like a whole. we mean like y'all <laughs> yeah That's, but not that <laughs> yeah but we're not gonna say that because we're not we're not from the Southern. south um so that yeah. Anyways, men and wanted, women. That's I just what we to mean make by that guys. Clarification, <laughs> because uh, most of our listeners are actually uh, female, and we know that we love you guys. Uh, we love you, women. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Um, but. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, it's it really really helps uh, when you when you leave a review. It really helps us on our mission to spread veganism and fitness. Um, and please also be sure to refer a friend to the podcast. Okay, we're never ever going to run ads on this podcast. We don't want to bore you for ten minutes at the beginning of every episode, uh, like some podcasts do. We think that's super annoying, and we don't want to do that to you. So uh, please leave a review right now, and please refer a friend. And above all, keep challenging the freaking status quo.